Hello everybody, this is Joseph P. Farrell with news and views from the Nefarium. On Thursday, July 14th, 2022, Mr. Globaloni and the Banksters are up to their usual tricks, as are the Comicrats in the United States. But, before we get to that, don't forget, tomorrow we do have the vid chat. Uh, this will be our first vid chat for July. That will be at 3 p.m. U.S. Central Time tomorrow. That means you've got to get your questions and comments in no later than 10 p.m. U.S. Central Time tonight. Uh, if I have a lot of questions and comments, I'll probably start the vid chat early tomorrow. As usual, I'll be in there early for a little bit of pre-chat banter and so on and so forth. So don't forget the vid chat tomorrow. Anyway, there's lots of financial news going on this week. And besides the bank runs in China, uh, which incidentally a lot of people are theorizing now that the communist government literally stole some of the uh, reserves for the banks so that the banks are no longer liquid. Uh, I don't know if that's true or not. I would tend to doubt it, but... Uh, in any case, there are runs on Chinese banks. Uh, approximately 400,000 people, according to one source that I saw, have had their savings literally wiped out overnight. Um, so that indicates what banks really are, as far as I'm concerned. Anyway, everybody seems to be tendering for the Ukraine. And I have an article about this coming out tomorrow. But this article appeared on Zero Hedge, and it's a very, very disturbing article. I'm going to read a great deal of this article. It was sent in by EG, so thank you uh, for bringing this to our attention. And this one you're going to probably do a double take, as I did when I read the title of the article. And this is how to get your global loan away and accomplish the destruction of the Ukraine all in one fell swoop. So the title of the article is Democrats Demand $650 billion worth in IMF aid, pardon me, for Ukraine World War Relief in the form of SDRs, Special Drawing Rights. So here we go. As the discussion on central bank digital currencies has grown over the past two years, one issue consistently pops up in relation, and that is the creation of a global currency system. And along with that idea, there's always another term mentioned, special drawing rights. In the face of multiple global crisis events, the IMF is enjoying an elevated position as the problem solver most nations turn to for help. The Ukraine war is no exception. It is perhaps not surprising that Democrat leaders in the U.S. are calling for even more money for the Ukraine war, but what is interesting is that this time they want the IMF to step in with special drawing rights. The global banking institution already created $650 billion in special drawing rights last year for COVID relief, but most countries used the mechanism to purchase vaccine stockpiles. 
Central bankers were the lender of last resort, but now the IMF is being presented as the new monetary savior. The more special drawing rights the IMF creates and issues, the more the trade mechanism proliferates and the more acceptable it becomes as a possible replacement for the U.S. dollar as the world reserve currency. Each new crisis brings global banks closer to their goal, to the introduction of national digital currencies, and the SDR basket becoming the de facto reserve trading tool for the world. Now, please let me stop there, folks, and point out something that is so obvious, but you may have missed in that statement. And that is precisely what uh, Catherine Fitz and I have been predicting for some time, the creation or the gradual uh, introduction of a global currency in stages. In other words, allowing national currencies to continue to exist only in the form of digital currencies, which again, I remind you, are not currencies at all. They are a corporate coupon in the hands and control of the banksters themselves. And then the international currency being the special drawing right itself, which circulates among the global financial elite. So a two-tier system, in other words. Billions upon billions in international aid has already been flooding into the Ukraine, some of it for civilian relief and some of it for weapons. The U.S. alone has spent at least $54 billion in the past couple of months in the Ukraine. And now I'm skipping several paragraphs in this article to get to the crunch of the matter. This time the claim is that relief is needed for the Ukraine and any other countries affected by conditions caused by the conflict. The demand is led by Representative Pramilya Jayapal, the head of the Progressive Caucus, and Senator Elizabeth Warren. Quote, Russia's war on the Ukraine has decimated the Ukrainian economy and disrupted the global food and energy supply, contributing to millions more struggling with hunger and poverty worldwide, Jayapal said in a statement. The administration must act without delay to meet the dire need, demonstrate global leadership, and strengthen the effectiveness and credibility of our multilateral institutions in the face of this crisis. Unquote. This is, of course, rather arbitrary. Joe Biden seems to think that inflation in the U.S. is being caused by Russia and the Ukraine war. Does this mean the U.S. should get an influx of special drawing rights? This kind of faulty argument will surely be made by numerous countries in order to get a piece of the special drawing right pie. As a reminder, the creation of any amount up to about $650 billion is a proposal that the U.S. can put forward at the IMF board without congressional authorization because the U.S. allocation wouldn't exceed its current quota or share of the fund. The bigger issue, however, is the increasing economic dependency of national governments on globalist institutions with each passing crisis. Why do Democrats specifically want aid denominated in SDRs? Because funding allocations in the U.S. have already hit their maximum, and new funding bills are being defeated in the Senate. 
At the IMF, there are no checks and balances. They can ask for almost any amount of money in the form of SDRs without oversight. There are always strings attached when it comes to the IMF, and in exchange for SDRs, the globalists will certainly want more centralized control. In other words, folks, what this is, is it's a tender by Mr. Globaloni through the Democrats, through the IMF, for the Ukraine. And it's also a clever way, not only of tendering for the Ukraine, but of tendering for a global currency. All right, that's basically the game going on here. The problem is, I don't think it's going to work. Because SDRs are basically a, a kind of unit of account for the IMF and other central banks that exchange this unit of account on their books. And that unit of account is made up of the national currencies of several countries, or in the case of, of the euro, of the European Union. So in other words, you're going to be dealing with countries whose national policy may or may not be inclined to support the Ukrainian uh, government in this war. So I don't think this is going to work in the short term, but uh, that depends on how they might construct the SDRs themselves, and that's anybody's guess. But I'll tell you what else is going on, and I want to alert everybody about this article coming out tomorrow. At the same time that we see the IMF tendering for the Ukraine in the form of SDRs, there has been a very clever counter-tender offer from Vladimir Putin in the form of offering fast-track uh, Russian citizenship to Ukrainians, all right? And that extend, that offer used to be good simply for uh, the regions of the Ukraine that have been taken over by the Russian military operation. But Mr. Putin has now extended this to the entire country of the Ukraine. And basically, I'm arguing here that this is a clever way of tendering for the Ukraine in rubles, but via the Ukrainians themselves. And I'll leave it for you to uh, watch my or read my blog tomorrow and try and figure it out what he's doing between now and then. Uh, it is basically now a financial war between Russia and and the Western central banksters for the Ukraine. Uh, how it's going to turn out, I don't know. I don't see it turning out favorably to Russia so long as the current government stays in power, but that's the question. Does this current government really have much power or even the support of the people? So lots going on in the financial world. Keep watching it, folks. Watch the bank situation in China. I think it probably is going to get worse and watch this tendering for the Ukraine. Um, it might get very interesting to the point that we see other individual countries stepping up, uh, making their own offers on the world stage for the Ukraine. Anyway, that's it. Don't forget our vid chat tomorrow at 3 p.m. U.S. Central Time. As usual, I'll be in there early. Please get your comments and questions posted no later than 10 p.m. And folks, there are some of you that like to bring it down to the wire or even post late. I'm not going to be accepting those anymore. Uh, it just complicates matters too much. So please, you know, you've had a couple of weeks to get your questions ready. So please get them in by 10 o'clock 
U.S. Central Time tonight. We'll see you on the flip side, everybody. Bye-bye, and God bless.